Welcome, everybody. This is Discovery at Podcast, and this is Paul. And uh, we're going to be talking about Let's Talk About It. Uh, Jody, explain what internal thoughts are, the it. All right, Paul. Um, your internal thought kind of goes back to your internal monologue. I'll read a little paragraph here. It says, it's also called your self-talk or your inner speech. Uh, the inner discourse, and is a person's inner voice which provides like a running verbal monologue of your thoughts while you're conscious. And that's usually tied to a person's sense of self. So your internal thoughts kind of comes from that past program conditioning we talk about where you collect all this data and you start to look at things, how you see people, how people react, and all this stuff goes into your subconscious on how you think things are supposed to be. It kind of creates your own perception of yourself, um, a perception of things around you and other people. And that could be good, bad, or indifferent. And with that, it's going to kind of create how you respond to different things. And a lot of times you'll hear yourself say things, um, if it could be negative, uh, just repeating those same thoughts over and over in your head. And that kind of creates that internal thoughts. Very good, Jody. It's, it's also said that research has said, shown that 95% of our daily lives, we are exposed to negative energy, negative input. And uh, what we don't realize that that programming eventually, after it happens, becomes our past program conditioning. And in the future, everything that we do is affected by, by that past program conditioning that we've been exposed to, whether it's 70 years, whether it's 18 years, whether it's 41 years. It doesn't matter. We play out like a tape recorder everything that we've learned in the past from past program conditioning into the future. So... Let me ask you something, Jody. How has it affected you in the past 41 years? Um, it, before I really became aware of it um, and did some reflecting, looking back, I've noticed how a lot of the habits that I do, a lot of the things that I like, a lot of the hobbies, all those different things, kind of played into where I got to before I discovered it. And I could see a lot of those um, ways and behaviors that I had. We had a podcast talking about conditions. A lot of those different conditions that I didn't even know about and those what people kind of refer to as personality traits, I didn't realize where they came from. And I think um, being able to discover that and then being able to understand that, I was able to kind of realize that I can actually have a choice in these different things. Whereas before, I was just kind of responding and going through things. And I, I would always say, you know, it's just the way I am. That's how I was raised. That's how I was brought up. Things like that. And it just kind of shaped pretty much my entire behavior. Thank you, Jody. What what is one thing about discovering it that you have overcome 
I'm sure you've overcome quite a bit, but what is one thing that you've overcome since you became aware of it that has made a big difference in your life? I think the the biggest thing is becoming aware of it. And um, things that I've overcome, I think a lot of it probably has to do with realizing my potential, being able to see, like, what I'm capable of doing. Um, I always had the idea that I could do anything I put my mind to, but I never really kind of put that into effect too much. Um, It was always, like, a possibility, but I never really took action to do anything. I think that's probably the the biggest thing is becoming more aware of how I respond and things like that. Thank you. Appreciate you sharing tonight, Jody. Uh, Carlson's on the line too, right, Carl? Yep. Same question. How has your it for the past 18 years affected you where it wasn't out for your best interest? Um, so before May, when I started my journey of self-discovery, um, and also before I let it, well, well, and, well, and also before I recognized what it was and what the power of choice was, um, I would always, so I thought that I was limiting myself, and I thought that that my past programming was like was unfixable and that I was limiting myself because cause deep down inside me um like it was telling me that I was like not good enough for anything or, or anybody or like it it would always like put me down and make me doubt myself and and every single time that I wanted to like like do something in my life like like for example get a job because because um, I haven't had a job in a year up until yesterday and 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 one of the reasons why that I um, didn't get a get a job for so long was because I was limiting myself from the world and and from what I was capable of, and I was never really aware of it because I was like like trapped in this bubble because of it. So all I could like like really do, or at least feel like that I could do was just go so far until it was enough for me to just, like, pass by and instead of me of, like, like putting my mind to it and, and but, like, um, and, like, achieving a bigger goal than the one I... I already did achieve, but my it would always tell me that um, my father was right. I am a failure and all that, and I'm good for nothing, and all I have is just a waste of time. But 
once I recognized, like, the power of choice and once I became aware of it and how much power that, that it had compared to how much power I had, I was able to just, like, tell it to just shut up and just let me do my own thing without you getting in the way of it because I really want to not waste my life dwelling in and stuff in the past where in, where instead I can just, um, like, like, be present and then think about the future and then put my mind to whatever I want to put it to and then... And then finally achieve that goal because right now my goal is to um, just save up enough money for like a house of my own after I graduate. And um, and one of my short-term goals right now is to graduate like four or five months early through online school. So so that would have never been a possibility or even a thought if I never would have recognized the power of choice and recognized what my internal thoughts were doing to me. And and now my long-term goal is that I want to go to the Air Force once I graduate and, like, have them help me pay for my college and then major in astronomy and then get my master's degree and then try and, well not try, but get a job in NASA one day. And if I never would have recognized, like, like the power of choice and how more, and, and how powerful the power of choice and how powerful I am compared to it itself is honestly just, just crazy because it, it completely changed my life to where, like, I can can identify, confront, and then be proactive about it whenever I, I can feel it, like, trying to, like, down me or trying to limit myself. So now I'm to the point where I can just, like, tell it to just shut up whenever I want to, well, well, well whatever I want it to, and, and that... Like, I'm also telling my internal thoughts that I'm going to achieve this goal whether you like it or not. Because, like, man, I did not want to go to work today. Like, it was, like, really early and all of that. And recently, like, my my internal thoughts, have, like, have been getting to me a little bit to the point where, like, like, like my subconscious has been, like, telling me, oh, well, just don't talk to Paul and all that. But I'm like, like still talking to Paul almost every night, and I'm like still here living and breathing because I chose it to not get to me and to not limit myself and and my short term and long term goals. Very good, Carl. What is one thing that you've overcome by discovering it through your journey of self discovery? that you've overcome and, and you're proud of? Um, I'm very proud of overcoming my confidence and my self-esteem 
because before my journey of self-discovery and before the recognition of it and the power of choice and just power in general over myself, I had a very low self-esteem and my confidence was just out the window. Like, I would always doubt myself and second-guess myself and always question what I was doing before I do it. And, yes, some situations it is appropriate to, to like, question, like, what you're doing. But I was, like, questioning myself for everything, for, for like, good choices as well. Because I was getting out... Well, well, because my it was recognizing that I was trying to go out of my comfort zone, and then it um, like tried its best to just like keep me hostage, like like whether it was like numbing my brain with drugs, or or just downing myself, or just or just being depressed and dwelling in the past. So I'm just. I'm really glad and proud of myself for being able to overcome it and and overcome my fears because of my self-esteem being a lot higher than what it was and same with my confidence. Very good, Carlson. I think we all can say we're very proud of you, how far you've came from, you know, in the past three months, and uh, we look forward for some great things you know, in your future. Thank you very much for participating in the call tonight. Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. Debbie, let's ask you the same question. How has it affected you in the past and the difference between the past and now after discovering it? Well, my internal thoughts or my it, um, I always kind of liken that to the devil on your shoulder. And, um, and what my internal thoughts always said was that I couldn't complete something or who did I think I was to think I could do this. Um, I, you know, I've started businesses that have failed. Um, I have... I have uh, been in jobs where ultimately I do something and end up getting fired. Um, And it's interesting because all the time, you know, my it was telling me that I couldn't get this done or, you know, I would be great guns for a while. I would would give it 100,000%. Um, and then I would always kind of retract myself at some point. I don't even know where the point was, but I would pull back, and that's when things would pretty much, um, that's where all the problems came in. And I think that was my it talking to me. Well, um, now, now that I know that that's what that is, sitting on my shoulders it's it it's actually been kind of comical because um now when i hear it i recognize it i recognize that this voice is talking to me and trying to tell me you know i'm not lovable i'm not pretty enough i'm and you know who do i think i am um i'm overweight i'm 
you know, I can't do this, all those different things. Um, I hear that all the time. But now I can kind of laugh at it because I already know that that's not true, that that's just my internal thoughts trying to tell me and trying to, trying to sabotage my life. Now I know I can get things done. I know that I'm going to be successful, and I know that I have a lot of p- potential, um, and I plan to live up to that potential. You know, I feel like, I feel like I've kind of, in, some, in many respects, wasted a large portion of my life because I haven't accomplished the things that I want to do, and now I feel like I can. And that's, you know, because I've learned how to distinguish when my internal thoughts are talking to me and trying to sabotage me. Very good, Debbie. How has the three-step program of identifying, confront, and becoming proactive affected your choices in, in the past versus now? Well, I don't think I ever identified anything in the past. You know, I just knew I was being stopped. But now um, when, when, that, when I get to that point, when I realize, wait a minute, that little devil's talking on my shoulder, you know, or that little internal voice is talking in on my shoulder, you know, now I know that that's what happened. So I've identified that the voice is talking to me. Um, and, you know, I can choose whether I want to listen to it or not listen to it. And now, you know, since discovering this little voice and, and realizing that it's trying to always sabotage me, always, you know, it's, it's, it's what I call the enemy within, you know, it, it's doing everything it can to sabotage my life. And, um, and so I'm able to confront it and choose something different. And that's where you said be, pro- be proactive. So I can choose to take an, a different step. I can choose to listen to it or I can choose to not listen to it and, and go on with what I want to do. Very good, Debbie. Proud of you. Uh, in this Thank Q&A you. session we got, you're more than welcome. In this Q&A session we got, is there any questions? Uh, the three of you want to ask before we get off the uh, call for tonight? All right, gang. We'll go ahead and end the session this evening, and we'll talk to you next week. The call-in number is 515-604-9530, and push in the access code 655 one four five. Proud of each and every one of you for sharing this evening, and we will see you next Thursday, seven thirty as always. Thank you very much.